How does God speak to you in prayer? Okay. For my whole life, when people would be like, I heard God say this, I literally was the person that was like, how? Did you hear a voice? Yeah, no, I like (laughs) not prove it, but I was like, I was like, if you can explain it to me, then maybe I'm experiencing it and I just don't know. Like that was really my thought. It wasn't like I'll believe when I see it. Like it wasn't doubt. It was like it was like I want Am I experiencing that? Yeah. Like (laughs) I want it so bad. I was like, just tell me what you're doing. It's a secret. Like, yeah, I'm like, what did you say? (laughs) What did you hear? Was it a your voice? Whose voice? Like, did you hear? Was it out loud in your ears? In your brain? Welcome back, everybody, to Valdoko. I'm Vicky. I'm Father Steve. And I'm Amy. And we've got handheld mics. We're trying something <laughs> new here. We're trying something new. And we're trying for our lens. We're going to try to do video so you can see our faces. I think one person said, hey, maybe you should do video. And we we're like, everybody wants takes. video. Yeah, you took that to one person to say Everybody wants thing. to see our faces. If you want anything, just say it and yeah. we'll we'll go with it. But honestly, if our audience is only like seven people and one person says it, that is a that's huge a, that's a good percentage. Yeah. So we're listening to you. We are. We're listening. <laughs> <laughs> we hope you're listening. Yeah, we do. Eventually, one day. Maybe 20 years from now, we'll be really popular. Yeah, amen. <laughs> Well, we continue. We continue with Lent. We just finished Ash Wednesday. And now, um, yeah, like we said before on the first, if you haven't listened to the other episode, go and listen to the other episode. Yeah, we have ashes on our forehead. Yeah. But you can tell it's a different day because now we don't. <laughs> That's true. And it's not just an alpha change. <laughs> but for this Lent, we're going to do little like themes, little themes for uh, for each Wednesday. And this theme is prayer. 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 One of the three, prayer, fasting, almsgiving, um, just to encourage. I think for me, we celebrated Mass yesterday for Ash Wednesday at Sleegion High School. And just kind of looking around and praying and just realizing, like, nobody ever taught me how to pray. Mm-hmm. Like, never, I never really learned how to pray. I learned how to memorize the prayers. But in middle school and high school, like, I never, and I just looked at all the, all the boys there, all the high school kids, and just, I don't know, sometimes I wonder when I tell them to take a moment of silence and to pray and to, like, talk to God what they're what they're doing because I, I try to think of myself and <laughs> I don't think I was doing anything at that moment I think I was thinking about lunch or thinking about my grades or tests coming up or whatever and I don't know if I was I really have no recollection of praying until I was in my 20s um, so I just thought it was good if we could just kind of reflect on our prayer life how we learned how to pray what it's been like for us growing in prayer things like that what do you think that's amazing take it away father Steve <laughs> I took it away. That was good. I, I really loved the way that you did that yesterday. Not to just like, I'll go into whatever prayer, obviously, you know, I'll love to talk. But uh, yeah, like I think it was so beautiful because it was the normal invitation that you do. So usually, okay, Father Steve leaves a lot of space in the mass um, after his homilies. Um, and then after, okay, everyone has received um, the Eucharist to sit in prayer. You do a really good job of like carving out silence. And usually there is this like invitation, okay, just take 10 seconds, take 30 seconds of silence. And it was almost like you had this like switch of like, it's like you thought about that. You thought about, I don't know if you know how to pray, so I'm going to pray out loud, which was so good. Like That was the thought thought I had. I was like, I don't, yeah, if I was there, I'm not sure if I would be praying right now. But I so, can't believe you did it. Like you so just, you know, out loud. sitting there, probably 20 seconds had already gone by, yeah. like, and... Then he was like, I don't know if you know how to pray, so I'm going to pray. <laughs> like, And it wasn't that, but it was just yeah. like really beautiful. And um, and I think it, and it was 
um, like a really accessible way to like teach them how to pray. But also, if I'm being honest, that's how I pray. Like that is how I pray after the Eucharist. It is a lot of like prayers of thanksgiving. Okay, thank you, Jesus, like for okay giving us your body, for wanting to be here present with us, for wanting us to be here. And then, yeah, trying to remember the people that have asked us to pray for them and then those that we want to pray for like anyways. And so I think what was really cool is that it's introductory level, but I was like, that's where I am, you know, <laughs> especially after like receiving the Eucharist. It's like, there's not much more to say other than thank you, you know, in that moment. Yeah. And I don't really think it's in, like, that's really how I pray. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't praying just simple, for yeah. the kids. Like I, I really try to make my prayer simple and especially after the Eucharist of really just praying for people, saying thank you, mm-hmm. asking for grace, different things. Because it really came when I was reflecting on the Our Father and just recognizing that, okay, the disciples asked Jesus, teach us how to pray. And like, I don't think he gave a class. I think he really prayed as he prays. Mm-hmm. You know, like he really prayed from his heart, our Father, right? He really, Abba, right? He really prayed how he prays and allowed them to enter into his prayer and then little by little learned how to pray on their own and to speak to God. And so, okay, everybody's going to pray a little bit differently, right? I'm not Jesus. <laughs> I'm not teaching mm-hmm. you how to pray the perfect prayer, but I'm teaching you how hopefully, okay, enter in, pray from your heart, use your own words and uh, like simple but also like real, real, authentic. Yeah. So do you remember, do you have a recollection of of praying, like real praying when you were a kid or? Real praying or just like going through the motions? Because I do remember learning the different prayers. So I literally remember as, I don't even know, maybe in pre-K or earlier, like looking in a reflective uh, surface and like, trying to figure out which way to make the sign of the cross. No. Like I literally remember as a child being like, okay, going the right way. Like how to go the right way. I mean, no way. Um, And then like every weekend, my family would pray a decade of the rosary. So Mm -hmm. I remember growing up and our father, Hail Mary, Hail Holy Queen, like all these prayers were, were things that I was just living with my family. And I remember in like fifth grade or so, I was in a different class from all of my friends and they had to memorize prayers for their classes. Mm. And then I would just say the prayers to them. And they'd be like, how do you know? Like, when did you have to memorize that? And it's like, well, I just, I lived it. Like my, mm. it wasn't something that I was just going to school to learn. Um, it was something that was being lived out in my family. But that was just learning the like basic prayers. That wasn't really learning how to like actually speak from my heart and I don't remember when that happened because I feel like even when I started speaking from my own heart, it was still like very formulaic. Like, yeah. I pray for this person. <laughs> I pray for that person. Like, it it was almost like this list. Um, and I feel like I'm still growing in that. And I'm sure that there were other moments where, um, where like my prayer was deeper and my prayer was more of longing and it was from the heart. Um, but like the biggest turning point for me was – last year when I realized that I never really truly like prayed in Jesus's name. Not just like when you close a prayer and you're like, we pray all this in Jesus's name, but like genuinely like I am praying from the heart in Jesus's name. And I was reading the Bible in the year at that time. And so I had come to the passage, I think it's in John when they were saying like, if you pray like in my name, like the father's going to answer you. Um, And that's when it struck me that for all the times that I pray, for all the times that I put these lists of things that I want, these lists of people that I want to pray for, that was the first time when I was like, 
let me actually have confidence in my prayer. Let me actually believe that like if I bring this in Jesus's name before the father, that the father is actually, he's listening. He's going to answer me and whatever that looks like. And it was the first time that I really sat down and it felt like real, genuine prayer to me of not just like saying things and thinking like, okay, I'm talking and hopefully God's listening. But the first time that like really like a prayer came like just flooding from my heart. Um, so like I said, I'm sure stuff happened earlier in life than yeah. last year, but like that was the first time where it, it didn't just feel like like a one-sided conversation of me hoping that God was listening, but to really have that confidence in prayer, that hope, that love. Yeah. Yeah, beautiful. And then if I ask you a question, and this is, uh, okay, maybe there's like a theological answer or whatever, but but I think for a lot of people, like people struggle to say, is this my voice mm. or this is God's voice? Or like, what is what does God's voice sound like? What is prayer supposed to sound like? Am I just talking to myself? Is God really there? What is it, like what is the process that we go through or your experience of kind of differentiating or recognizing it's okay, right? This is my voice. I am speaking. I am speaking from the heart and then, okay, I'm not getting, I've never had an audible voice like speak to me. I know it happens. I know people have had it. I know, but I've never had like this audible, concrete, tangible voice that I knew was, was God. No? And so I don't know your experience of growing in prayer or praying of just how to accept that, how to work through that. Because I think a lot of our young people... Like they just feel like they're talking to themselves and then it gets boring after a while and then they stop. Um, so I don't know if you have any experience or insights or anything that you want to share. <laughs> well, as the pro at praying. Finally, she admits it. So for me, I've struggled a lot with discernment. I put off decisions for incredibly long periods of time because I just, I don't hear anything. And so eventually, like, I just make a human decision and I'm like, I'm pretty sure this is probably where God's leading me because of X, Y, Z. Um, but something that I've started experiencing um, like the past like year or so is I'll like have this innate decision. So if whatever, I want to think about like, what do I want to give up for Lent or, or something like that? And I'll have, you know, I'll wait. Silence, silence. <laughs> and then I'll say, okay, I think that I should do this. Um, and this happened with my like scripture verse for the year two. And then I'll just keep praying about it and praying about it and praying about it. And then all of a sudden this thing will come out of nowhere that like I was not thinking about. It was not on my radar. And it was completely different from the decision that I made. And then like those will be the moments where I'm like, I'm pretty sure like that was probably placed on my heart for a reason because that really makes no sense. Um, so that's a way that I've started trying to kind of like work around the fact that I don't usually hear yeah. this voice yet is that I'll make a decision, not act on the decision, but be like, okay, like this is in my back pocket. And then like when that happens, it will kind of be like sway me to a a different place and then the other thing is I've had a couple of experiences just where like I'm overwhelmed by something where like there's this moment that's happening and all of a sudden there's just this overwhelming like love that flows all over me and like things are happening but there's no reason for me to like feel to the extent that I'm feeling and I'd say that those are kind of like the nonverbal ways that 
I hear God speaking is that it will just be like washed over of like, wow, this is love. Wow, this is mercy. And then recognizing like in those moments, like that's God. That's him speaking in this this nonverbal way. Yeah. So those things I've had, right? And I think that's where I've matured in my faith and my prayer life is that before, okay, was I was I, I want a I want a voice. I want an actual voice telling me what to do, telling me a word or whatever. But I think over time, really just understanding how God moves. And a lot of times it is through silence or it is through attraction or it's through, there has been been times where things have been, it, it really does feel like like thoughts or an image or something has been placed there. Like it's not me thinking. Like I'm thinking about something, even with my own priesthood. Like I, I never thought about being a priest. It was never on my radar. And then a certain experience and then there, there it was like placed. So I feel like that is fruit of prayer that is God speaking that that is God calling um, there's attraction like this overwhelming sense of peace of love of mercy of clarity uh, so I've had those moments and I really have come to you know really understand and, and recognize and really appreciate and that that this is how God speaks to me um, you know there's others who really do they have these words they have these you know maybe a, a deeper connection or a different connection um, but for me it's been like you said exactly how you said is is what I've gone through and what I've come to know of, of prayer is like these moments of silence, moments of attraction, moments of peace, moments of joy, um, moments of clarity, or if there is unrest, right, then okay, then I need to spend a little bit more time praying or I need to switch things up or I need to talk to somebody about it. But uh, but I think it's important for us to, to really ask ourselves like, okay, what is, if you say God speaks to us, what does that actually mean? And I think a lot of times through scripture, Right, the Psalm 23 that I'm praying through in Lent, right? It was it was placed there by other people, suggesting suggesting it by experiences that I had, right? And so that now taking that as God speaking to me and working through that Psalm and praying through that Psalm. So, you know, there's so many different ways that God speaks, um, and trying to yeah be in a position where we can listen and learn um, how He does that, how to listen. You know? It's very different from both of you guys, <laughs> but but you have two questions to answer. You have to answer the first question too. What was the first question? The one about like kind of like your history of learning to pray. Of learning to pray. Um, so I think <laughs> I think you're going to remember the second one when I answer the first one. <laughs> um, yeah, just, I mean, very different from both of you guys. I th well, not the the structured prayer. I think I can remember being young. I don't, I don't, definitely don't have, that's kind of amazing that you can like remember learning or, you know, remembering how to do the sign of the cross. I think I definitely remember when I was little, we had like a little bear that said like, now you lay me down to sleep, you know, that like played it. And I think my mom would do that in our room um, before I went to bed or um, yeah, just little things like that. But prayer wasn't a huge part of my life. Uh, I can remember going to mass and, and things like that, but being distracted. I think the same, Amy just shared her talk with me yesterday that she gave for a day of recollection. And uh, she talked about playing in the pews with her sister and I had my brother too in there too. So, um, just like fighting with Nana, um, was, you know, that's a good mass memory for a long time. Um, and faith really wasn't real until, um, probably until like eighth grade, my parents got divorced and then it was this, like, I want to go to mass, but it was, I want to go to mass out of defiance because of where my mom was going to church. Um, and, and then my sophomore year really had this like, okay, awakening to faith, like this, like I went on a retreat at, at LaSalle and I felt this like, okay, I think I need God actually. And I like probably cried for the first time, like actually of just like, I was moved. But that really didn't happen a lot after that. It was just this like initial encounter of like, 
something is changing but then not a lot of changed right like i wasn't like okay i was really present at mass or anything and then so it wasn't until going on a solution leadership retreat where i don't know it was just like really clicked um there was like a lot of talking about mass and so for mass for me was the thing that changed my life like my prayer life um and still, I mean, still changing. I still get distracted. And so there are things that I do now to try to like help. Um, but for me, I am a rambler. Um, if you listen to the podcast, <laughs> and if you know me, um, yeah, I just like talk a lot and I have to process externally, but that's really hard to do with God um, in your brain where you get lost or okay, like other things are distracting. Like for me, like it's why I really needed the mass or I, I need signs. I need like, I need the Eucharist to like look at, like I need these moments of like your body is changing depending on what you're in front of because like I just get distracted. And so I have a prayer journal that I've had for a really long time. Like probably this one I've had the outside since I was like 16 or 17. Wow. It's a long time. So it's like 11 years old now. That's a lot of prayers. For a long time. Don't be <laughs> impressed. Um, it definitely has changed a lot. Um, and it's, you know, and, and it, what's cool is, okay, I have my journals and I start, I think I really started using a journal for prayer, especially during the mass. That's where it started during a homily. Um, Cause I, you know, you sit there and I probably have talked about it before you like sit there and you're like, oh, that was really good. And you're like, think about it, think about it, think about it, think about it. And then it ends and you go through mass and you walk outside and you're like, I missed everything. I don't remember that one word. I don't remember it. Not even if you gave me a little wrap up, it's gone out of my brain. So I started writing and um, that really helped. And then I started going adoration you know, when I would go, I'd take my journal, um, or okay. Like when I decided, I think I tried doing like a journal every day. It didn't work. Um, but just trying to like find how I could pray. And it was that. So my informal prayer, yeah. Now there are things that I say in my mind as I go throughout my day. Okay. Jesus be with me. Like Jesus, you take care of it. Or like, what the heck? Take care of it. You know, whatever, all this stuff. Um, like Lord have mercy, make that a real prayer. Um, Amy hears all these things pretty much every day. I say that all the time. I'm like, Lord, have mercy. mercy. You just take care of that one. Um, But yeah, so it's been like a long process. But I think my prayer is long in my journal, short in my mind. I just get lost. Um, And so like I'll just leave it open and try to write. Um, Now I try to spend time after mass and like really write about, okay, what I'm feeling, what I need for the day um, and offering it. But still like my nighttime prayer. It's not like, Lord, you lay me down to sleep, but, uh, you know, okay, three home Marys and things like that. So there are moments where I keep the structured prayer, but then I try to add in my own, like what I'm doing. So long answer to number one. Number two was, how does God speak to you in prayer? Okay. For my whole life, when people would be like, I heard God say this, I literally was the person that was like, how? Did you hear a voice? Prove it. Yeah, no, I like, <laughs> what does it mean? not prove it, explain. but I was like, I was like, if you can explain it to me, then maybe I'm experiencing it. And I just don't know. Like, that was really my thought. It wasn't like, it wasn't like a, I'll believe when I see it. Like, it wasn't yeah. doubt. It was like, it was I, like, I want, am it. I experiencing yeah. that? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I want me. it so bad. I was like, just tell me what you're doing. It's a secret. Like, yeah. I'm like, what did you say? <laughs> what did you hear? Was it a, your voice? Whose voice? Like, did you hear? Was it out loud in your ears? In your brain? There's two, there's two voices, you know? So, yeah, like, I've been asking that question my whole life. Now I stop. Now it's only with, like, people that I'm, like, closer to that I'm, like, I'm sorry. You said something that was really interesting to me. Um, was it <laughs> that you heard God or you heard God, you know? Um, I don't. Like, I don't. And I just, like, 
was able to like put words to like how I feel and I feel bad for both of them because they've heard me say this because I told them what I did but I was talking with a young adult and they were talking about okay they want to go on a program and but there's there's fear um fear of what's going to happen fear of how they're going to be what all all these things and I was like I don't know why I said it it was God I'll just say it was God the Holy Spirit really moving and and I just thought about my own life and I um I definitely was not a discerning person. I just said yes, right? And for me now, I can look back and that's why like I really said it in, in the last episode, but time is really good for me, especially time in writing because then I can go back and not that I like often do, but I know how, you know how you've changed, right? You can kind of tell how you ask and what you're doing, how it changes, but I think good things come from God. Um, and the things that I've said yes to have are good for me. Maybe I don't know how good they're going to be for me, but okay, saying yes to going on a retreat, saying yes to helping on a program, um, saying yes to, okay, this job, right? Like all of those things, I was like, yes, they're good. Like, so how could it be bad? How could this not be of God, right? And now I can think about that. But in the moment I was just like, yeah, I want to go. I'm going to do it and let's go. And so I literally was like, okay, if you had no fear, what would your decision be? Yes. Okay, go. I was like, I'm not going to sit here and tell you to sit there and discern it. I was like, because that's really frustrating if you can't hear God. I'm like, is it good? Is it good for you? Do you think it could be good? Yes? Go. Why not? You know, and like, that's not great all the time. <laughs> um, but like, but it's that's, a point of entry. Yeah. And it's, and it's the truth. Like, I'm telling you the truth. I'm still waiting to really understand like how I hear God, what's good is, and what I can recognize is how immensely like blessed I've been with people in my life and so for me another way that I encounter God or that I hear God is through people there's a lot of people in my life that I trust like with everything they hear too much <laughs> two people hear too much not but, enough <laughs> <laughs> still bad. but um yeah like you know you just have to find the right people in your life that you can really share like genuinely who you are with um and and see like how God speaks like through reality um, because I, you know, not everyone is going to hear God um, the same way. And like, that's two good examples of like two people that can like, okay, feel things. And I don't really feel like that. Like I don't get overwhelming senses of like peace and love or whatever. It's really through people, through the word of the, of my confessor, through the words of the priest, through the words of my friends, through the words of my family members, of people that I can really listen to, through their prayer. Okay, I need to like change something in my life. The way that they just asked, the way they just offered, the way they whatever, like changing based on what I'm hearing and like what fits for me. Because it's not that I don't need to pray like Amy. I don't need to pray like Father Steve. I don't need to pray like Choma um, or like Megan. I wish Jane. I could. <laughs> Same. Choma's the goal out there. Master for, I mean, uh, prayer for a meal is still, we're, we're going strong. Vicky's um, helping me. <laughs> Chum is helping me. Um, you know, but, you know, I don't need to be like them, but there are things that I can learn from from my friends. Um, and so for me, like God really speaks through people. Uh, and I've known that for a really long time. Thank God again. Uh, and really, I'm just, I know how blessed I am with the people that are in my life. Um, for the last like 10 years, I've just been really good people um, to accompany me in different ways that probably they don't really know that they're doing it. Um, but yeah, so for me, it's really different, but, um, yeah, but I yeah. think it's still, I mean, cause I also, I also with people a hundred percent, like God speaks to me through people and mm -hmm. the people he's put in my life, the books that they've given me, yeah. like so many different ways that, uh, so I think, yeah, I think there's a big range of 
But for me, it's really learning how to pray. Mm -hmm. Like if I could say anything to anybody, it's learn how to pray. It's yeah. learn how to sit in silence. It's learn how to be reflective. It's learn let's learn how to look at the world, look how to just have the eyes of faith. And I think it takes time. It takes the sacraments, right? Going to confession, going to receive the Eucharist. Um, but it's really like trying to be disciplined. And that's going to be next week's uh, <laughs> episode is like learning how to be, to get some more sort of routine, to learn how to be disciplined, to learn how to like show up, even if you don't feel like it. Because for me, really prayer has been a, like a long process. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times I don't see what's happening until years later or months later. Um, so just recognizing that there were times where I didn't want to pray or I wanted to like do something else, but showing up really matters. And I think it's uh, for all of us, especially I look at it like a lot of the high schoolers, a lot of young adults, okay, they're doing really good. But I think the encouragement to, to really learn how to pray and spend some real good quality time in prayer, even if it's five minutes every day, right? It's way better to do a small amount every day, every day than just pray on Sundays, right? I think it's, just, it's, it's good to do a little bit every day. Um, and then go to mass on Sunday and just like get into that routine is is a huge, I think it's just like a good routine and, and so, so important for our spiritual life. Um, so any last words of encouragement or examples or witness? Witness. Um, <laughs> Testify. I have two short things. Um, so what you were just saying about just even a couple minutes every day. So what I started doing for this year is to pray the Our Father with intention. Mm -hmm. And so you can pray a rosary and you can go to mass. And all these moments you pray the Our Father. And just for me, I never meant what I was saying. And so every single day, I just take one moment, whether that's during mass or during the rosary or just a different moment because I realized that I was not paying attention and just intentionally speaking every single word. And like that for me, like you said, Jesus taught that prayer. Like, yeah. how can I get better than that? So, <laughs> you know, to actually be intentional with that and let that be my foundation that everything else is then built upon. Um, but to really, to mean it, when when you say structured prayers, to actually mean what you say so that it almost becomes like an unstructured prayer mm -hmm. because it's just these words that are that are giving, that are giving light to what you, what you already feel. Um, and then letting like all of the rest of your your prayer kind of flow from there. Um, and then the other thing is something that I always struggled with, and I'm still not perfect at this because I just heard someone give this example a week ago. But at the conference that I was just at, there was a sister there who gave a talk on prayer. And she was talking about kind of that struggle of if God sees everything, if God knows everything, like why do I have to tell him? And so her example was just, it was so simple, but I had never heard it described that way. She said... If you went to something with your friend, would you guys not process about it afterwards? You're both there. You're both seeing the same exact thing, mm. but you'd be like, well, all right, we're not going to talk about it. But <laughs> I mean, even just the example of I watched a movie with my husband last night, we both experienced the same exact thing. And then when it was over, the natural reaction was, so what so did you think? <laughs> and so like, why don't I do that with God? Why do I think, well, you know everything. Like, why wouldn't I want to process with him and be like, so what did you think of that? That was a little weird. Um, so yeah, I I had just never heard of that, that example before. So yeah. just the encouragement that if you feel like it's silly to tell God what you're experiencing because he already knows it, like he's your friend. He wants to hear how you're processing it. And then you want to hear eventually, you know, how he's processing it. Yeah. Not so good. And also it reminds me, I'm pretty sure it was St. Augustine, but like prayer, it's not, prayer is not necessarily for God. No, it's not like for God. It's for me. So mm -hmm. I might be asking 
four things, I might be praying to God, but really God is opening up my heart and enlarging my heart so that I can receive what he wants to give me. And so it's, okay, yes, I'm speaking to God, but God is doing something in me. And so showing up to prayer every day is making my heart bigger, making my, my ability, my soul, right, willing and ready to receive what he wants to give. Because a lot of times we go into prayer kind of constricted and hard-hearted, but if we pray, we kind of, we're softened, our hearts are enlarged, and we're able to really see what he wants to do in our life, and we're able to see what he wants to give and do his will, and it becomes less and less about me and more and more about him, more and more about other people, more and more about how to love and to serve and to... So I really love, like, that's what I think of prayer now, is that I'm not going in there looking to change God's mind. Like, I'm going in there so that he can change my heart and so I can receive what he wants because he's good and he's knows better. (laughs) And so stop, like, me projecting on God and let God God work on me. So that's why prayer and grace and sacraments, right, is meant to transform us. I'm not looking to transform God anymore. Like, I really want to do his will. I I want him to change my heart. So, yeah. Yeah. And for me, I think um, like simple prayers really changed my prayer life, like just little things like here I am, Lord, Lord, I need you Um, like like, okay, what's the like, what do you want for me today? What do you want me to do? Give me the grace that I need. For me, the part of the Our Father is like daily bread. And for me, it's come from the summer from probably from Yar. And I miss it all the time. Like I say it, but I missed it. And I'm trying to think about it like, okay, give me the grace that I need in this like, okay, daily bread. And I know, like, I just miss it. And so, yeah, just being attentive. If if all you can do right now is pray in our Father, is pray glory be, is pray the Hail Mary, whatever is your structured prayer that you know the best, like, that's enough, right? But like what Amy said is so practical, just letting it be something that with intention. And even if you get lost, even if you're praying the Hail Mary really slow, and you're like, have I said Hail Mary six times? I think I have, right? Like, and you can't get to Holy Mary, Mother all of God, right? All the time. <laughs> it happens all the time. Like, just like, no, first, that's normal. And like, two, it's okay. Like, to find your your prayer. And that was something I heard on some podcast at some point. I don't know which podcast. But they're like, okay, maybe at the end of your life, you have your own structured prayer that you made up, right? Like, what is your add-on to the Hail Mary? What's your add-on to the Our Father? Um like that's where these prayers came from. That was Jesus's prayer. The Hail Mary came from, okay, the the gospel. And then more, like that's how these prayers come to life. Um, and so I, I think it's it's just finding the little bits and pieces that are going to be added to your creed, right? To your like structured prayer that you, that works for your heart, your relationship with our Lord. Um, and even just trying to figure out like what do you call God in your prayer? I think that helped me so much to know like how I'm going to start the writing of my prayer. Like what am I calling God first to to greet him? Um, and just little things like will really help. And then finding the time to do it. You spend 20 minutes in the car. Can you put on pray as you go? Or like can you use the Hallow app? Can you pray a rosary? Can you pray a decade of the rosary? Um, can you make the sign of the cross? Like what feels really natural to you? There are things now still that I'm like, ugh, that feels weird. Like that's not me. Like, you know, um, but there are other things that feel a lot like me and I'm like, all right, that was it right there. You know, like that's good. Um, so really think about who you are, what feels natural and then go that in that direction. Um, but I think still trying to be open and, and to like leave yourself open to how God wants to change you. Um, but you can't do that unless you try, right? Like it literally will not happen if you never think of 
like how am I praying in my life? Um, what kind of, you know, what kind of like faithful person do I want to be? Mm. You know, um, you have to want it. I think that's it's a, also part of it. And I think that's a good way to finish like, <laughs> the desire, like really just to want it. Like I want to be a prayerful person. Yeah. So then I'm going to try and I'm going to ask for help. Like I, I want to pray. Mm -hmm. So teach me how to pray. I'm going to try this. I'm going to use this app, whatever it is. Like, but for me, I think that's beautiful. <laughs> like desire, like really, I want everybody to desire to want to pray. Yeah. I want to pray. I want mm -hmm. to speak to God. I want to listen to God. I want to be a prayerful person. So yeah, please, this Lent, give it a try. Try to be disciplined. Try to be routine. Try to like really spend a little bit of time every day um, praying, trying to pray. So last words. And we gave some examples of how we pray and how we hear God, but mm -hmm. I really liked your um, encouragement yesterday at Mass was to ask someone in your life. Mm. Um, in the case of the high schoolers, he, Father Steve said, you know, ask an adult that you trust, ask a priest, ask, you know, something like that. Um, if you're a young adult, though, like ask a peer, like Vicky was saying, like she would literally ask people, how did you hear God? So if this is something that you're still struggling with and maybe what we said wasn't the thing that resonated with you, like ask people around you who you trust, who you know are prayerful people. Yeah, got to be a little bold. Yeah. Amen. Go pray. <laughs> Actually, let's pray. Let's pray. Mm. Mm. <laughs> who wants to do it? I prayed last week. <laughs> Paper, scissors. Shoot. Shoot. I was going to do rock. Okay. Winner. So me? I don't know if, if you win that. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I think winner. if you win, you pray. I Amen. love that. We love praying here. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, we ask you to please guide us during this season of Lent, um, to really guide our hearts, to guide all those who are listening to this podcast, to be able to hear your voice in whatever way it is that you speak to each person, um, and to really be able to come before you in conversation that all of us may feel confidence, boldness, and being able to bring everything that's happening, um, and then to have the boldness and the confidence to receive all that you want to change in our lives. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Mary, help of Christians. Pray for us. St. John Bosco. Pray for us. St. Francis de Sales. Pray, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Happy Lenting. I hope you like seeing our faces. It's kind of fun. <laughs> I like that Bye. I can really talk to them. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.